Crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 207. I want to dedicate this um, episode to a woman named Joan. We don't do dedications per episode if you've just listened for the first time. Who's Joan? Now, Joan's someone who I loved, but I also... Um, that you loved? You were, you were romantically <laughs> no, in she love was with an Joan? Old, an old woman. And so, uh, we can, today's Halloween, mm-hmm. and I'm bringing out a Halloween story. Okay, this is... And exactly. Joan... This is like the Nickelodeon. You didn't have cable TV. You didn't have nah, Foxtel as no, a kid. No, it wasn't, it wasn't allowed. Oh... Mm. Uh, we got the free one. They did a free three-month thing and I got that. But mum and dad didn't want us to have cable television. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's weird because it's like I, I th- we probably could have afforded it. I mean, they sent us to private school, so there's probably where all the money's going. My parents would be quite well off and You'd have You'd be able to have all the properties. channels if you, if you didn't go to private school. Yeah, but it, it did bring me down because it was the thing like I saw the affluent families had and we weren't one of those affluent families. We were doing we were doing great, but we weren't doing the, the walk-in fridge. Did great. you have Cocoa Pops? Were you rich yeah, enough yeah. to have Cocoa Pops? Yeah, there was one thing about our household and it was that food was always there. We always had a great cupboard. Healthy food though? I yeah, think your mum's yeah quite healthy. Sort of, okay. Which is, I think it's helped. We couldn't have roll-ups when we were kids. No roll-ups. Mm, yeah, I don't think we didn't frequent those in the cupboard, frequent purchasing. What though. was the, when you got home from school, what would you eat? I'm a big toast man. I love it still. More Pe- than bread? Yeah. Toast. Well, yeah, it, no, it, it was always toast. I would <laughs> no, you said more than there bread. Was a, yeah, well, but there isn't was a, bread toast. No, well, there was a bit of an existential crisis just then when <laughs> I, I had just a freak blew out. My, Is bread toast? No, but like more than bread. Like you do like toasted bread more than bread. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to work out. One hundred percent, I like toast. Uh, I, but then it depends because if you get a really nice sourdough loaf that's fresh and you can put some butter on it, Casalinga, yeah. that's a nice loaf too. So, so the, yeah, I would toast it. If okay. I had the option. And you'd put a bit of peanut butter on it. Um, uh, butter and then peanut butter. Okay. Yeah, I, I rarely put butter on things. Yeah, you're a, you're a psycho. Yeah, Brie thinks that. And um, were, were you a Nutella household? Nah, okay. we didn't have that much. We were a Nesquik Milo family. Mm-hmm. Um, we had uh, the odd occasion we had Cocoa Pops, like um, Sustain. And a few other cereals. Sustain, Sustain sounds like, like something uh, you give to an old person when they need to keep their, like it's a, I'm sure my pa was on Sustain before he died. <laughs> no. what, it's, it's not called Sustain. There that was, was another sustagen? one. Yeah. That was Sustagen. It's all bullshit. It's all What's just chocolate flavoured milk well, essentially. What are digestives about? Is that actually oh. helping digestion? Well, di- well, <laughs> that's right. that is so funny. A digestive, we have a joke in our family because that's one biscuit that my parents still buy. And, and um, we had they yeah. are a good biscuit. They're a very underrated biscuit. They're just like a wheat, sto- like a wheat, um, sweet wheat, with a chocolate on the top. It's mm-hmm. like they're good because they go a bit soggy when you're dipping them into tea. They're v- they're very nice, and they're expensive. 
So yeah. you you are living on the edge buying those. Sometimes you can get. I don't special. see them as this inexpensive biscuit. Just like not knowing the prices, I couldn't tell you the cost of a biscuit. How reckon? much do you reckon Tim Tams cost a whole packet? I know because I six dollars. No, 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 three. Nah, yeah, three, three forty nine mm-hmm. on average, which is not on special, but you can get packets of Tim Tams for two bucks these days. I've been finding it interesting. ARN, the radio network, have obviously done a deal with <laughs> Tim Tam. Yeah, no. I think everyone's done a deal with Tim Tams. But have you seen Husey, yeah. uh, Will and Woody? They're all doing the same thing, which is like, here's the Tim Tam Slam. Yeah. Tim off Tam Slam, you bite one in. Fuck, mate. I knew that when I was two. Yeah, but isn't it? It's uh, not a new thing, bro. That's interesting that I wonder about brands like Tim Tam <sighs> and thinking, do they really need to communicate it? It's interesting because I, th- I think, no, I think, Husey has just gone. Well, we need to do something for the station because the the station's making money, through, or they've been given X spend dollars, and he's a talent of that. Because I see, I've seen a whole bunch of influencers, but they're all doing. No, doing but the they're, Tim get, Tams they're getting paid for that. Like Will and Woody, who are um, a drive show here, and are they drive? Yeah, they drive in Australia. Australia. They. Um, I've heard a read where it's the same read that I've also heard like a voiceover artist do. Interesting. Which is interesting because you have these guys who are personality. They're their own mm. personalities. But they're like, there's a specific voice to the read, which is, enjoy Tim Tam Slam, bite both bits off, slurp it up. And, you know. It's yeah, like, maybe, we're, maybe we are thinking that the... The, the thing that everyone should know, maybe they don't. I don't know. Maybe it's having cut through. But, but it is lazy on the behalf of half of these people. Do. That's No, maybe that, that's what it's seeming like. It's, but it's not. But I don't think it is lazy. Maybe that's the directive yeah, yeah, from the brand. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Which is fucking weird. It's yeah. like would, I would much prefer to Will and Woody do something interesting, but then maybe they are having cut through because we're talking. Like it's been, it's happened in, in enough areas yeah. that we're actually thinking about this it. This is why I love marketing because it's, it, does play into the, just the psyche of people. How got a no caller coming through on my phone. I'm not going to answer that. We're talking Tim Tams here. Could be Tim Tam. <laughs> could be. It could um, be yeah. Deal. So I love I love sort of diving in because because then so I saw Will I Am doing a uh, an ad for Specsavers, and I saw I think it was Pharrell Williams was on a billboard, and I was like. I thought I, I had a conversation with Amy and I was like, this is bullshit. He's really needing the money yeah. for that. Well, this like, is, is that what he's doing? This and is what's interesting when you go overseas and go to the Asian countries and you see all of these celebrities who have sold out to these <laughs> yeah. average brands and it's so off brand for them. Yeah. But obviously they've been handed a check and like, oh yeah, none of my mates are going to see it. So I'll just. Yeah, exactly right. Sell. That's all right. I had that same discussion. So we went through all of those mm. coming up with like potentials of why is he accepted it. But then I was like, that's it. This is the marketing thing mm. because I think it's like maybe they thought Let's get someone who will stop people in their tracks to go, why? And then who's the brand associated with? Um, Mr. 97, he's not yeah. here today. Uh, called in sick. No, he didn't. He's somewhere else. But Mr. 97, our main man, Mason. Fuck, I like that. You can't that. have two nicknames. Stop fucking just. Do we just commit? Tam it and just be consistent with the brand <laughs> okay. and just call it Mr. 97. Mr. 97. Mr. 97, yeah. His mum works for a company, Specsavers. And she said she w- she was on a conference call with Will I Am. That's, How cool is that? That is cool. Will I Am is um, 
A rap, uh, singer. You know what? When I was Black in, Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas. Thank uh, you. Who else is in the Black Eyed Peas? Fergie. She was. I don't think she's around anymore. I don't know if they're around anymore. Yeah, true. Uh, who else is in the Black Eyed Peas? I don't know. Exactly. But you, I know the face. So when I was at LAX coming home from our American adventure, I'm walking along and just like looking at this dude. And I was like, I know you. I didn't say it, but I looked at him. He was tiny compared to me. I was like, he kind of looks like Will I Am. I was like, he's the other guy in Black Eyed Peas that no one knows his name, but they know he's in Black Eyed Peas. So I was at the airport. And what did you say? Nothing. I was just like, let's get it started. <laughs> um, anyway, bringing it back to Joan. Before you mentioned Joan, I just wanted to say I actually film I a job that I had years and years ago went before Virgin Australia was Virgin Australia. They were called V Australia yeah. when they were doing their big push to um, uh, Melbourne to LA or Sydney to LA. Mm. I was doing a bunch of work for them. But I remember I did something when I think they were still Virgin Blue as oh, well. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And um, they did a Black Eyed Peas uh, Mile High Karaoke where TJ's just currently getting a drink of fizzy. Is yeah. it fizzy water or normal? No, nah, the fizz is gone. I've refilled it. Um, yeah, they, they did like this Mile High Karaoke thing. And I remember I was hired by V Australia to do this. It was actually through an agency. And... It was one of those annoying <laughs> cases where they didn't have any access, like special access. So I was actually running around like the paparazzi trying to get shots of the oh black eyed peas. And I just remember being like, this is, this is why th- th- that was th- the despise of working with middlemen started <laughs> yeah. because it's like they were then annoyed that I didn't get some sort of exclusive shots. I'm like, well, I didn't have it. I had the same access as everyone else mm. r- fucking r- chasing uh, black eyed peas trying to get through security at the domestic terminal like with the camera to then get shots. Did anyway. you, did, at what point did you realize you didn't have, so did you ask for access? Yeah. Well, no. So they had, they had a few, it's one of those cases where the agency was just leveraging an opportunity and yeah. they said, Hey, you can, you can do this. But they also Virgin had a photo, a photographer and media as well. So they were probably thinking this was, you know, uh, eight years ago okay. or whatever. So what they were probably doing, maybe nine years ago, they were focused on mainstream media. Before. They weren't thinking about their own content. Mm, mm. Whereas now I'm sure Virgin would be giving their content producers really good access. Whereas oh, this was still in the day where it's like they would much prefer the paps who were going to put those photos in the paper yeah. to get the, the content. So Joan. Joan, uh, dedicate this episode to her. She was a woman who, very old, and she lived about eight houses down from mine in the um, the suburb of Brighton. You had a good straight. There's been a few, so many of the contacts that you have, all the leads, <laughs> client leads you Dude. have, are based on this one street. <laughs> uh, so it was a great street. Jules Lund now lives on that mm. street, lives in an old uh, – it uh, lives in a house that he's renovated that was where we used to hang out as a kid. The house that I lived in, I went and dropped off an O-bike fishing T-shirt because – crazy story. So I look at the O-bikes, O-bike video on my YouTube channel. It'll make sense. But essentially I made these T-shirts, sold them for charity, and someone who ordered them – had your address, old address. Well, that was what the address was. So I went there to hand deliver it. Turned out it was actually just the owners of the house. These are the people that bought it off us. Yeah. 
it was their best mate who is Australian that lives in Singapore and just stays when he comes to Australia in their place. So he doesn't even live there. It's not even his house. It's his mate's house. So and so we got this tour of the newly renovated house that was like they've turned it into exactly what I wanted, two stories, swimming pool. Did they have the um, – were they the owners that bought it off your parents? Yeah. Yeah, so they were like, oh, I, I remember Joe and Tim. Like, oh, that's and cute. I remember meeting them at one point. And so they were super lovely. Their kids are now, you know, grow, um, 13 or – It's so funny. cool getting it, a, it a is, tour. It is funny the childhood when you sold – when you sell your childhood home. Mm. Uh, Bree and I, when we came back to uh, Melbourne after our trip, got super nostalgic and drove past our old home where Bree yeah. and I sort of – Start that was where we sort of started dating. So many memories there, and um, I was thinking about like how much money would I need to make to then just buy back the yeah. family home. I've thought about if I win Tesla, I'm buying that family home back. Yeah. It's now about three and a half million dollars or three million bucks. So I need to win a fair bit to actually. Justify. It would be. Cool. I wonder. I do amazing. wonder. I mean, we were out in the burbs in Listerfield South, but I still. I there is something. Really, uh, I mean, it plays into the nostalgia. Yeah. But then I feel like it would almost trigger me to have kids. I yeah. feel like if I had maybe, I don't know what it would be, but it's like if you have that house, yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. There's people who like have the same family home for generations and generations. I was thinking, I don't know how common it's going to be for our, like think about how expensive houses <laughs> yeah. are. To buy my family home, Three million bucks or whatever it is, but would it be just stay in the family type of thing? So well, I think that yeah, I th- but even so still, the only like, way so people are going to be able to buy houses is, is if they get a foot up from their. Parents. There is a generation of families, and I think my parents were a part of it, where they bought the house for sixty thousand yeah. dollars back, you know, 20, 30, 35 years ago, and so I even know like a bunch of my friends' parents that did it. They're asset rich; they're not cash rich. Mm-hmm. Their asset is the two now two million dollar house that they have to sell when they're getting older to fund a retirement of things. So, so oh, it's interesting. Not, so, so they can't they, keep it in the family yeah. because they're not. It, you're rich That's when you have the house that you live in fully paid off, yeah. an investment property that is almost paid off. Yeah. Because if you sell that, then you still have your asset that you yeah. can leverage against. So, be, so for us, our families now, like Amy and I, will push hard and probably buy a house at some point in our life. Mm. But then we're paying that off and so hopefully like, you know, a mortgage of a life of a mortgage is like 30 years. If you haven't paid it off by the time, you know, you yeah, need to make yeah. a lot of money to keep a Well, then you have the somewhere to live but then you still need, I guess that's why superannuation is important mm. because that's what you end up. Mm. Living yeah. off. Sorry so, about derailing again, Joan. No, no, no. She's I, down. I like that. She's, so she's Joan, down the street. Joan. Um. So Joan was almost like a, a grandma to me, and she, like I remember at grade four. So we lived across the road from my primary school, and Joan's house was across the road from my grade four uh, portable where the classroom was. So I could see her house. Public the, school, primary school. That was a public school. Yeah, yeah. public primary okay, school. Yeah. yeah cool. It's a great school. And so uh, there was like a, a bring your nan or bring your grandma to school day. Yeah. And my my mum's mum, she passed away when I was probably 12 or something, maybe, no, a bit younger. She passed away. She had dementia. And my grandfather, my mum's dad, passed away on Christmas Eve, like well before I was born. 
very sad. And my dad's dad was lived to a hundred, and Joan, which was actually my other grandma, my real grandma's name, she passed away when I was young as well. And so I didn't have a grandma. And so mm. on this grandma day. I asked Joan, who was not my official grandma, but she was the woman who lived down the street who I was great friends with and I used to pop over to her place quite a bit um, to come. So I remember her being my standing granny and she would come over. She was a sweet old lady. I That's super cute. literally can't remember her face. I just She was that classic old old style woman mm. who will kind of like, they're almost like dresses or like nighty looking things. Was she like, I know, yeah. I know. Tights yeah. and like those shoes that you'd see, like your grandma would mm. wear. I, I wonder like nowadays, is granny, Granny's the new cooler. granny going to wear fucking Kanye Yeezus? Yeah. Well, I think that they're definitely, <laughs> I, I just remember my grand uh, died when I was pretty, because my mum's one of 11 kids. It's full And mum's the youngest. So my gran was already old by the, when I was born type right. of thing. You know, that, yeah. Having 11 kids would age you. Yeah. You'd look 100 by the time you've done and that. And then being like mum being one of the kids. <laughs> I mean, if she's anything like me as a kid, it would have been yeah. interesting. But the, um, no, I just remember gran had uh, that sort of, I just remember the 90, 90 type stuff mm. and also whiskers. She had some, yeah, like, some fucking... She there's had a, a smell. Sick beard. There's a smell to old people. Yeah, I listened to a podcast recently, and it was about the smell of old people. And they were trying to, and they've there's been full research into there's a smell that's emitted by people of an you know people of an older age. I won't go into it, but it was super fucking fascinating. It's the smell of decay. Is well, that pe- like I think the one what, what smell you the think theory? is like musky smell of a house. And and then uh, there was like, sure. do older people tend to use musk? Uh, um, those uh, like those scents, those balls in the f- in the around their clothes that uh, stop the yes, things yes, eating yes, the them. Moth the the mothballs, yeah. And so there's like, but no, there was, was actually the no. There was actually I can't remember what it was, but there was it was there's actually a scent mm-hmm. um, of an older person. Anyway, uh, Joan had all of that, and her house was like well together like was she really widowed prim and or proper. what was her shtick not that being wasn't really interested in that as a as yeah, a young exactly. kid but I, I i don't know she had this guy who was a i don't know he, there was a really interesting story because there was a guy that would help her and he was a young bloke who was a hari krishna that would come in and help her, and he was super lovely and i used to see him around i actually saw him probably a couple of months ago at the supermarket i didn't engage i was um a bit nervous but now I'm just having uh, flashbacks of her funeral. Actually, he wouldn't. Oh, so you went to the funeral? No, she she passed away years later because mm. she would have been late eighties mm-hmm. when I um, was was going over there. So I used to. So here's the story. So I would go over there quite often for biscuits and Some just digestives. hang out. What sort of biscuits did she have? Uh, you know those those ones. They're sort of like. Um, two levels and there's a red bit in the middle. It's yes, like yes, red yes. cream, so it's like a red outline. Isn't that a is it a Monte Carlo? It's, yeah, it must, it must have been those Monte Carlos. I remember getting stuck into the the cookie jar. And you would like break it. You would pull it apart. You could pull so you it had apart, and then you could scrape it with your teeth. If you're a child, mm-hmm. but which you were, <laughs> I was a child. Get it off with my teeth and then not really care about the biscuit bit, mm. but I'd still eat it I'd still anyway. eat it a bit. No, still eat it anyway. No, it's just the process in which you, you got do it. You got to. And so, yeah, it was so great. She had this garden that was just, I used to just explore it. It was like overgrown, but in a really cool way. And old hills hoist there. It was so cool. Anyway, I would go over there a couple of times a week 
just cruising out by myself. Do, do you know if your parents and her had some sort of conversation around that? Are you okay if Tommy just sort of comes around? I haven't was asked mum this. Yeah. Mum, I know you're probably listening, um, text me and let me know. Because what was I wonder what the deal like? Surely now that I look back at things, yeah. I'm like, oh, there, there would probably be some form of conversation that yeah. happens where it's like, oh, are you okay if Tommy comes around? There has to have been at least once to go. You don't mind, or yeah. and they probably your parents probably encouraged you too, right? To say, hey, Tommy, I wonder what Joan's up to. Maybe yeah. go go there. You're fucking annoying us. So why you go and <laughs> that was Joan? what they were thinking. Jones is a safe place, and he yeah. gets cookies. So. I, I took advantage of Joan a bit. <laughs> this is where Classic. the story goes. Okay, here we go. Um, today's Halloween. And what, why did you say Halloween like I that? stuffed up the pronunciation. Do you want to do the it again? 30, today's Halloween. Yeah. It's the 31st of October. And if anything, in 2018, Halloween has become bigger than ever mm. in Australia. As Kiss Chasey falls, <laughs> as a thing. We actually found out from Mr. 97. Yeah. Wasn't a thing at his school. He's eighteen now, so yeah. it's, and he didn't go to like an all boys school or anything. Yeah, and then Amy called me and talked to me about the Kiss Chasey stuff. What did she say? Well, there was we had a really interesting um, conversation about it. it. Could almost take a whole episode, but there was things like that we didn't think of. If you're um, going to like a very religious school and you want to save any of these kisses for a husband that you marry down the track, like that's these are the considerations that she was thinking about back then. And so, yeah, it was great. Saving um, the kisses. All right. <laughs> save, <laughs> save the kisses. Well, so Halloween, I used to go trick or treating back in the day. Even like how, what, when was the first oh, man, time you did it? Young, super young. I just the thought of going and knocking and getting something in return for free, like it's candy, right up your alley. and then throwing eggs at houses, yeah. like that. That thought of that, I'm, was su- like, I'm surprised you didn't end up doing the scheme, the electrical schemes of knocking <laughs> on doors. That's how much because yeah, the uh, what's it when you knock 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 nick knocking nick knocking nick knocking. I did a bit of nick knocking back in the day. So where how does Joan come into so, Halloween? So today's the 31st of October, which is Halloween every single year at this date. But I would treat Joan's house at some time of the year. Could be June, could be January. I'd just say it's Halloween. And I know that she, this is the thing, I never, like you're a young kid that has no clue. What does that mean? I thought I had, I thought by knocking on her, her door saying trick or treat, she'd bring out the thing of lollies and dish them up. Because I thought that she was... All year round. I thought that she was just old and probably didn't think. <laughs> so you were just knock and go, trick or treat, would you at least get dressed up? Nah, definitely not. But I'd give it some break between the times that I'd trick or treat her house. And so they were probably far enough apart where this is the logic to me. This is the silly logic of a child. Yeah. She's not going to know that it's not Halloween. She's old. Yeah. She, uh, if I just say it's Halloween, she'll think it's Halloween. Yeah. This is a dumb little child. Yeah. The, the sweet thing you? is... Oh, um, seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. like super, super young. 21, and, 22. And innocent. So, but she was sweet enough to, oh, yeah, oh, get, would you like a biscuit? And I'd, you know, go back and get us some little treats. And I got my mate into the scheme. And he used to come along with me and get it. So I took people to her, <laughs> to her house. It's so funny. But uh, R.O.P. Joan. Do, do, when did she die? Oh, I was still in primary school, so it wouldn't have. It would have been before I was 
12. Do you remember the first funeral you went to as a kid? Um, yeah, yeah. I went to, I've been to heaps of funerals. I remember um, one of my mum's aunties. I remember my godmother. Yeah, they, they were very, like some of them were like, uh, to be honest, I'd just get into the wake. I'd be s- stuck into the food. Because you're so detached as a child to yeah. go, what's really going on here? Like you know that the, a death has happened. Mm. And they weren't like, um, yeah, they were. It's a funny thing. I remember I have a, a very vivid memory of me going over to my grandma Joan's house where she was dead in the bed and she'd been tucked in. My cousin had discovered her going over there and I, I remember so clearly walking up and getting her asthma pump and starting to just spray it and I just remember, I put that down. And I, and Do you reckon that was a coping mechanism? Maybe. Or I mean, I, you're probably not even identifying. It's harder yeah, when you're older. When, you're, when you get older... Oh then you start having more impact. And then I struggle with saying hello to people just normally. We yeah. had a whole – we had um, Mark Ferguson who's been on the podcast, the yeah. Cycling Maven, cycling just, Maven. just transitioned away from Cycling Maven, by yeah. the way, guys. But uh, <laughs> our hellos and goodbyes had to be a conversation of me talking about the fact that I'm not very good with sort of the handshake hug thing. So yeah. I just go for a full-blown hug. Yeah, just hug it out. I mean th- – th- Death can send people weird. I didn't know when when my nana died and she had – it was over eight priests at the front of her um, mm. funeral because she was really in the sort of Catholic church and stuff. And I didn't know when I saw the priest if I was allowed to shake his hand or if I had to fucking mm. bow. <laughs> What'd you do? I just fucking – it was awkward. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Something a bit like that. Cool outfit. Yeah, cool outfit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice costume. Trick or treat. <laughs> yeah, a bit of Halloween gear. No, yeah, no f- funerals. I mean, I thought Bree's always picked up on the fact that when I say things like I'm not I'm not a funeral person or a hospital person. Who is person. a funeral person? Exactly. And even hospitals. I yeah. just, the, it's actually, it's giving me anxiety right now mm-hmm. thinking Think about, about that people are going to die. Yeah. And the fucked up thing is it's not even... I'm not even thinking about them being gone. Yeah. I'm thinking about the fact that I've got to go to their funeral, yeah. which is a real, is that, I don't know if that's psychopathic. Uh, no, it's a bit. Your phone is going oh, off. Um, is this? The barefoot investors calling me. Oh, really? Yeah. You, that's why she, they were calling me on a private uh, number. Should I just answer and say? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Liz. How are you? Uh, Scott, how are Mate. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's all right, mate. Can I give you a buzz back? Just recording a podcast. Five minutes, that's all. Five minutes, uh, I'll be done and I'll, and I'll buzz you back on Liz's number. See you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny? The unknown number, pulling, like getting off the unknown number. Mm. Is that what happened? Yeah, Did so they, they called twice on an unknown number and then the it's actual got- call, turned off call, call, turned back on. The caller function to It's good to cut show. through that you show that when they actually show who it is, you'll yeah. pick up the phone. Yeah, in I the moment. Good. But no, the um, the funeral hospital. Yeah, so I need to ask you, if, what would you do in this case? Um, you are at a hospital. You're there to actually do some filming 
and you're just in the lobby, in the sort of foyer waiting, and then you see a guy that you went to high school with and you were you were quite good friends, like quite chummy with mm-hmm. in high school but haven't seen them for a while. Do you say hi or do you just leave it? And if you leave it, why? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, I think like my my default is to avoid just because if you're at a hospital, is it raining by the way? Yeah. It is raining. I think that the for them as well because if they're in a hospital do you want that to be the moment where someone says oh yeah like uh, I've got cancer yeah is that how fucking spot on I didn't engage I, I, so I did I looked at, looked over enough to uh, potentially lock eyes so it's like mm-hmm. I don't seem to be the person ignoring yeah but I didn't go out of my way which I normally do yeah. to say something to somebody yeah. to say hi how are you because I was thinking, my initial thought was, oh, there's that person. I should say, and then I was like, I'm at a hospital. Yeah. I don't want to ask them why they're at mm-hmm. the hospital because that's probably a bit inappropriate. Yeah. So I left it. We actually had a, um, Brie had a scenario where one of our friends or one of my friends who Brie had met before uh, who is sort of in the public eye was at a hospital and Brie was at the hospital too and bumped in. She was going to visit a friend who had just given birth. Okay. And Brie sees my mate and says, oh, hey, John, what's going on? Why are you here? And then it was like this really weird, uh, interact, awkward interaction. And then obviously like a day later it comes out, oh, yeah, they've had, yeah. A, had a baby or whatever. And then um, Brie, it wasn't until Brie like after the moment connected all the dots and was like, oh, of course it was yeah. fucking, he was in, he was stressed out. I spoke to him afterward. He's like, man, I'd just been in there all, all night and I was going to get pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> and so the, so I yeah. think the, um, yeah. the, the not going up and asking like yeah. engaging. Well, I bumped into a woman that I knew when Bodhi had, had um, just been born and I was in good spirits and so of you course told- I lead. Yeah, we just had the baby. Like it's but amazing. The interesting thing is that you're like, she's probably not like the top of your list. Oh man, this brings up. To know. As in yeah, like. Well, like she's like low on the list of when you, she should find out. Oh, I'd never text her. She'd see a photo. She's hacked the system. She's hacked the system. Which Lots is of- something that I've done multiple times with you and a few other mates where I've been involved in the water breaking. Yeah, you were on the phone. I said, Josh, I have to go. Amy's waters have just yeah. broken. I mean, being involved is probably overstating. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really involved. I was I was around when that yeah, happened. Yeah. Um, oh, that just, I feel like that, oh, I was watching um, The Block, the final episode of The Block. Yeah, we had Bianca Chatfield on yeah. the show earlier in the year. And so there was a couple on there who had just who announced on the show to, to Scotty that um, Scotty's like, oh, I believe you got some exciting news. And like, yeah, we're, we're expecting. And they're like, oh, we've brought out a cake and it was a gender reveal cake. And so on air, they're cutting into the cake. But their reaction was if... They were finding out for the first moment. So it's the couple and Scott Cam <laughs> doing a gender reveal. But not only that, then this is the I rarely watch TV and I saw this. I was just fucking blind. <laughs> Breeze paused it and she said, This is why I can't watch TV with you. 
just fucking enjoy it because I'm just like no no they're not and <laughs> what happened what they've you think they already knew the gender no 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 I didn't don't think they did but I think they kept it as like oh let's do it as a surprise yeah, with Scott yeah with Scott Camp which was as you do but the worst <laughs> bit was they then cut to this was the auction day. And the real the the real estate agent is up there going, "Hey guys, before we start, we've got some really exciting news just from the back from Sandra and John. They're actually expecting a little baby boy." And the, a lady screams out, "Going, oh my god, I knew it! It was the chick's mum." <laughs> she found out she, for the first time from the fucking real estate oh. agent. <laughs> Is that the most fucked up thing <laughs> you've ever heard? All was, for content. All for co- I could. I actually couldn't fucking believe. Oh I, like, my god! I couldn't think of anyone else that I would want less to announce <laughs> as having a baby than uh, the fucking real estate agent. Yeah, definitely. Maybe the person that I'm buying my car from. I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> it's a daily talk show. Everyone, uh, Halloween. Are you going to be trick or treat? Are you going definitely. to be? Doing a trick or treating one with Bodie, and yeah. two, are you going to have shit that people that you give out? Now nah, we're in an apartment block. I don't think kids are brave enough to knock on our. We're going to get door. it in Richmond, one hundred percent, definitely, because your house we're an affluent neighbourhood. Yeah, yeah, they're going to think that house would have a fairly large coin jar, which they'll mm. probably resort to, and definitely ah. load them up with a bit of candy. My my parents would do the would give an apple as a way of a, a bit of a. Well, you have to if you get knocked. You have to give something. You have to give something. Give something and just do it for content. Yeah. Give him something funny. Give oh, him a five I need to give them. I reckon just be. A bit I don't different. like because I can't see the security camera. Like if this was my own home, I'd be yeah. able to see before opening what's behind the door. But that's just, half the surprise. No. Nah. Now you got to do it. You got to nah. give something. Go go. Just say hello. Get a bit of content. Do a vox pop. No. Nah. It's the Daily <laughs> Talk Show. Everyone. Hi at the Daily Talk Show We've got an email from Danny that we'll talk about tomorrow yeah. as well. Have a good one. See you guys.